OAMnetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Sports, Sports, and Sports Queued Up. I am the key, the one and only Quentin Bailey. I love that song. Great song. It, it excites me. And you're listening to this on OAM Network. Backslash Live uh, on the OAM Network. Brought to you by Side Street Grill, 30 South Florence. We're gonna hop on some things. Today's show is. Last week we did the NCAA uh, football preview kickoff, which is a fantasy football. This week, the NFL, which is what I love the most. Um, NFL, we're gonna go over predictions, um, Super Bowl divisions, playoffs. I'm gonna enlighten everyone when they're wrong and all that good stuff because that's what I do. Um, before we get to all that, and before we get to my guests, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna chime in on a couple things. One, Colin Kaepernick sits down for the national anthem last week. It's funny that today he plays the San Diego Chargers. In the last preseason game, which he starts uh, for the San Francisco 49ers, it's a game that's being honored to the military and police services. So that should be interesting how he gets booed out of that stadium for not standing tonight. Um, but here's how I feel about it. I'm going to touch on it real quick. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because um, it's, it's sort of like beating a dead horse. As popular as it is, I don't really want to talk too much about it, but I am going to touch on it. I'm going to say this. He didn't stand for the national anthem uh, due to the oppression of minorities. Um, he has a point, and I'm just going to say this real quick, real simple, man. He has a right as an American. That's what everyone fought for, so he can have a right to do as he ch- uh, chooses, uh, protest as he feels. Um, and th- you can't deny that there's not oppression against minorities and all that. But I'm going to keep it sports-related, and I'm going to say this, that Colin Kaepernick, who, look, it takes somebody that's in a special situation to stand up to make a move, right? But leave it to LeBron James, right? Leave it to guys like that because – and the reason I say that, reason I say that, because Colin Kaepernick, your character is not respected. Uh, you you looked at as being immature before this incident, immature, um, selfish, uh, childish, all that good stuff. And then you know you see the video, the pictures of him wearing um, the police pigs. Basically, if you're going to be professional, if you're going to be a, a primetime activist, who's notorious for that, you can't do that and then essentially go to name calling, right? It kind of defeats what you're trying to stand for. And everything they're trying to protest for is valid and justified. You have veterans standing up for you and that and the other. But you're you're kind of killing your own argument and you do such things as wear the socks. And what you're protesting for is getting lost because of your selfishness. And what I mean by selfishness is, look, man, you're fighting for your career. If you choose to make a statement over continuing to play football, that's on you. I respect it and all that good stuff. Uh, but your team's paying you $12 million a year to play quarterback. And you haven't played quarterback well in over two years. I don't care what your number said. You didn't play well. You can't play from the pocket. And focus on the football. Uh, don't try to be something that you're not, man. Establish your character where people respect you as a man before this. And then maybe this wouldn't be such a hot topic um, as it stands. But I respect what he's done. He has every right to stand up and make the protest. Um, I just think it could have been done instead of taking a shot. You still are you're disrespecting the country. Um, you're not standing up for wrongful shootings or anything like that. You're you're just coming off as you know a pomp ass, which is 
pretty much been your reputation anyways. So that Colin Kaepernick. Now I'm going to talk about Hope Solo, who 17 years, I believe, was uh, the star soccer player and all that good stuff. She was suspended for her comments um, following the Olympics, where she called the Sweden team cows. Uh, she was basically being a sore loser. She didn't like the way that they, they played lackadaisical, step back, weren't aggressive. They played easy ball. And she didn't like it, but whatever. You know, you got to watch your tongue. Just because you lose, you can't say whatever you want. Um, then she gets terminated, her contract terminated, because she has two misdemeanor domestic assaults. Now, I have no problem with them being reviewing it. Uh, but let's say this, man. She's being compared to Greg Hardy and Adrian Peterson and Ray Rice. And that's just not fair. If you look at the details of the case, the fact is she got into a fight with her sister and her 17-year-old nephew who essentially pulled a gun on her because I guess she was kicking their ass. I don't know. But misdemeanors. Not bloodily beating a woman. Not whooping a kid to where his testicle bleeding. Okay. Let's just... Look, man. I know he's white, so you got to make some kind of uh, impression here. You can't let her off too easy. I understand. It won't seem fair. But come on, man. Let's not compare it to Greg Hardy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to talk to you on Tony Romo real quick. The fact is, Tony Romo's out six to ten weeks. They're talking about getting him back uh, the bye, uh, week eight, whatever that is. <sighs> Here's my thing, man. I made a video Monday. I made a statement. I say this, man. I say, Dak Prescott is your future. I say your future is now. You make the move. Romo played three plays, man. It's unfortunate. He's a really good quarterback, this, that, and the other. But his time is done. If you're sitting when he comes back, say you're five and three, you know, in position to win the division. Or let's say you're two and five, whatever. You know, you're in no position to win the division. Why do you put him in? I don't I'm not understanding where he's gonna Dak Prescott's gonna hold tight for half the season and then Romo come on and take you to the playoffs. Why? The you take, make the move now. Prescott's been essentially the star of the whole offseason. Uh he's played with the A team. He's played he's played reasonably well in the preseason. Uh much beating the expectations. Dallas was looking for a backup quarterback. They found one, and now their backup's gonna be their starter. If Tony Romo is able to come back um before October, you think about making the move. If it's not, then Dak Scott is your starting quarterback. And as as sad as, you know, maybe for Jerry Jones, man. Times change, man. Romo's thirty six years old. And he just can't hack it, man. It is what it is. Uh I'm waiting on Mr. Money, Dr. Astronomics, to show up. He's late. He's acting like this is work. It's not. All right. Uh, we're not a job. Uh, but I am joined by uh, Chef of Sports Talk, CJ. Yeah, what up, man? Uh, and the Universal Heartthrob, Dustin Badgett. <laughs> what up, guys? All right. Mate, we're popping his podcast cherry here today. Mm, cherry pop. Finally making an appearance. Uh, thanks for joining us, Dustin. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Saturday night, CM Punk makes his... UFC debut against Mickey Gal, right? Am I pronouncing it correctly? It's your boss's friend's son. You should know if anyone. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Right. We'll call him Mickey G. I uh, think he's a no, no, nobody, you know, no name yeah. kind of fighter. So hopefully, he, if he if he wins, this hurts the sport. If yeah. Punk doesn't win, it hurts the sport. Yeah, that's why you yeah. want to feed him somebody. Feed him somebody yeah. he'll be able to defeat. Right. I mean, you're not going to be like go lay down for CM Punk because there's a couple things that come from this. If um, CM Punk doesn't win. One, the transition from professional wrestling, especially for guys that are in their mid-30s to later, coming over to the UFC will probably pretty much be cut off because they're a draw power. But if you're going to come in and lose your first, then this is where it hurts the UFC the most. You need draw power. And 
CM Punk's going to get Brock Lesnar gave you that. You can talk about all the what he did, cut weight, all that good stuff. He's your draw. CM Punk's going to be a draw. And hopefully he can crack together, give you at least five fights. And give you five fights to years, time, and you got your money's worth out of a 40-year-old For sure. personal wrestler. So, did you gentlemen see the Teddy Bridgewater injury? I didn't. I haven't seen it. I heard about it. Well, I don't want to see it. No. Right? I've had uh, numerous leg injuries, and just the thought of it kind of – because it's like they said all of a sudden he was non-contact. It was a drill. It wasn't even like running a play, you know. And it's pretty gruesome. They said that the doctors were able to save his leg. So anytime you say Damn. that, wow. yeah, anytime you say that, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, they're obviously talk, they're comparing it to the Joe Thotman back in the 80s with the Lawrence Taylor hit. That's the first thing that popped in my head when yeah. you talked about a quarterback and a, yeah. a leg mm-hmm. injury. Yeah. Sid Vicious. Sid yeah. Vicious, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. And the, from Louisville a couple years ago. All three of those is what I just yeah. thought about. Before. Where, yeah. where yeah. the bone was sticking out of the leg. But uh, he's out. It'll probably take him two years to recover from this injury. Um. And this was a this was a program the Minnesota Vikings coming off last year. Seattle squeaked by them because you missed a twenty seven yard field goal. It is what it is. You lost, and so they were feeling confident about coming into the season. Talking to McQuaid, who's a you know little Viking fan, he was talking about how he was really excited coming into the season. The most excited he's been, I would assume, since Brett Favre, right? Yeah. And now you got something going: defense, running game. You got digs in them outside. Your your team is set. Now, it's not like you're losing Tom Brady here, okay? Bridgewater is still based off potential. He's the touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, good player. I liked him in Louisville, right? Yeah. He's athletic. He's a good player. Um, but it hurts your it hurts your football team. Um, they're talking about getting Mark Sanchez. And, like, I, no, man. And San Francisco's not trade Kaepernick. And, uh, you know, Mike Glenn is not a bad one. They're talking about giving up a third round for Josh McCown. I don't see yeah. that happening. I don't see the point of that. McCown, if anything, is just a step better than Sean Hill, yeah. right? So, I'd roll with Sean Hill. I would, too. Well, yeah. you have to. At this Sean Hill's already a good backup. Right. Like, like mm-hmm. if I'm on Madden, right, and if I'm choosing between McCown and Sean Hill, I'm taking McCown, yeah. right? But if you're talking real football to where you have this guy already in your system, you got to roll with it. There's no mm-hmm. point in giving up. Because, look, man, uh, the difference between McCown and Hill, you're talking about Seven to nine wins regardless. Neither one is going to win that division over Green Bay. And you just sit tight, man. Yeah. You know, and now I can get Mike Glennon, a young guy with a big arm. Now, they're talking about he has a glass jaw. He doesn't like taking hits. Look, I don't know any quarterbacks that like taking hits. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but if you can get him, I feel like it's somebody young. That's worth a third, fourth round pick, right? Would you agree, Dustin? I would agree. I wouldn't. I'd rather have McCown. That's just a personal preference, I guess. But I've never been a big Glennon guy. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think out of all three, I'd rather have Sean Hill. I couple, agree, yeah. A couple years ago in Detroit, he came in, Stafford was hurt, and he – Yeah, he played well. Yeah, he did. He absolutely. played well, absolutely. There you go, Mr. Money's in the house. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. The doctor of sportsonomics himself graces with his presence. Hello, hello. His presence is a present. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen. All right, but yeah, it's unfortunate for the Minnesota Vikings to lose Bridgewater like this. Me, they, I didn't, I wouldn't have them as a playoff team anyway. I, I had them on the outside of the end. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, playoff contender. I had them as a playoff team. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people did yeah. based off last season and progressing. But like I said, Bridgewater's still based off potential. It's not, you know, he's a world beater or anything. Uh, but you know, he's still an average quarterback. It's, it's huge for your team when you lose a starter at any position, especially a key position. But that's why. I, Things like backup quarterback are so essential um, 
because things like this unfortunately do happen. Uh, he's young. Hopefully he can recover. Dislocated knee, the ACL, the the bone through the skin, all that good stuff. Uh, They're looking at 24 months. Um, you know, I'm not a Louisville guy, but I, I definitely want, would like for him to bounce back. You don't see nobody go down like that, right? I think they have a rough year and draft a quarterback high. Yeah. And I think it pretty much is the door closing on Bridgewater. What's, I don't see him coming back and regaining his – you know, his, his spot yeah. after two years of being gone. You Almost know? this is what's going to hurt Minnesota because of the way they play, they're going to be competitive, okay? Right. Sean Hill, game engine quarterback, still got Adrian Peterson. You got weapons on the outside, and you got a solid defense. So what that means is you're going to play too well to get a good pick, but not well enough to really get into the playoffs. Yeah. And therefore, yeah. you know, you'll probably get a top ten pick maybe, like ten-ish, mm-hmm. but you'll miss out on Deshaun Watson, right? Mm. Yeah. So, uh, But that on that, man, sucks I'd bring up. Teddy Bridgewater. Um, so, talked about Kaepernick a little bit. Talked about Romo. I touched on them. Uh, touched on Hope Solo's situation. Touched on CM Punk in the UFC Saturday night. Um, but he's still not the draw that Brock Lesnar is. Like, I'm not buying no. the pay-per-view to watch CM Punk no. fight. Absolutely not. And I love CM Punk. I'm a big fan. Um, Brock Lesnar's a whole other animal. Yes, mm-hmm. man. It's in a lifetime type of guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, so speaking of Brock Lesnar, I'm gonna segue to WWE right quick. Um, I was so mad. I work. I was working. I'm working Monday nights. Um, <laughs> so I'm so mad. Uh, you know, I wait. I DVR. I wait patiently to watch my wrestling when I get off. And all of a sudden, you know what happened, right, yeah. Dustin? So I get blown up. I get blown up. Can you believe it? Kevin Owens is the world champ. <laughs> so not only is Ke- do I get this information, and but wait, can you believe that Triple H turned on Seth Rollins? <laughs> that was awesome, though. Uh, that it, was awesome. It looked great, and I bet the match was phenomenal. The Paul great Heyman match. thing was cool, like throughout the whole show. I'll never know because I'm not watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sour. Like I don't want the end of movies. I don't want to know the end of the wrestling show. I was so mad. I'm still, I'm still agitated at that dude. I can't wait to see him Saturday night. I'm gonna take him to Suplex City. All right. Uh, I'm going to shout out to my sponsor right quick before we hop on the NFL. Uh, Side Street Grill, 35 South Florence. You come on down. Monday, Friday, 4 to 7 is the happy hour. Nice strong drinks. Uh, Tuesday's pasta special, 4 to 9. Wednesday's steak special, 4 to 9. You come on down, check it out. Uh, Sunday, best brunch in Midtown, 11 to 3 behind the big-ass parking garage in Overton Square, 35 South Florence, Side Street Grill. All right. So I've been on a countdown for the last, I don't know, 18 weeks, right? Right. Until we got to this point. And I got four teams left because I, I skipped a couple weeks on countdowns, whatever. It, it adds up. think I'm an idiot. Can't do math. There's 32 teams. I know. So, number four, I have the Green Bay Packers, the Arizona Cardinals, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Carolina Panthers, four through one. Mm-hmm. All right. Obviously, all my listeners, if you're listening, there are only four teams left. Um I really think coming in that Panthers should be the number one team. Right. I think Steelers should be the number one team in the AFC because they're loaded. Right. And with the least amount of problems, even though with their uh, duo that's been referred to as Cheech and Chong, uh, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell and um, Martavius Bryant are out for the first three and four, two, three, four games. Uh, still a loaded team, right, yeah. in, a, in right. a competitive division. But they're a loaded football team. The Green Bay Packers are a good football team. I got a fifty dollar bet going with Maurice. Yeah. Uh that the Packers will not win a playoff game. I don't care if they're at home. I don't care if they get a bye. They will not win a playoff game. because um, I'm not sold on Aaron Rodgers anymore. But we're not gonna talk about that so much. Uh the Arizona Cardinals, who I think are strong, take a small step back from last season. Uh but still 
top four football teams in mm-hmm. in the NFL going in as far as action. I don't think this is where it'll stand at the end of the year, but I think going in that's where they shall be ranked. Um, out of those four teams, money. Who do you think is team out of those four? Carolina, Dustin, Arizona, CJ. I'd say Carolina on paper. I don't think they finish best out of all those teams, though. So. All right. But going I, in, I believe Carolina deserves to be the top ranked team. I see them eleven and five, really? twelve and four. Yeah, I can see them going yeah. like that. I got them at twelve and four, though. Yeah, me too. Mm. Uh, I think their division will be a little bit tougher this season. Last season, it was a cakewalk. It was ridiculous, yeah. right? Who in the division going to get them in competition? Competition? No. But I think the teams will be better. I think Atlanta will be better. I think I Tampa Bay will be better. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't think New Orleans will be better. I think they no. even get worse. Yeah. Uh, I think you'll get closer and closer to the end of Drew Brees and Sean Payton mm-hmm. um, in New Orleans. Of course, I could be hating. You know, I'm a hater. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's how I feel about that division. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Not a really solid division behind them with Trady Bridgewater going down because Minnesota won the division last year. Right. Um, Jordy Nelson was out for the Green Bay Packers. That hurt. I, I was just shocked how much that hurt that football team, uh, losing their deep threat like that. Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to say he looked average. He was phenomenal. Three one touchdowns, eight interceptions, whatever he did. It was He had a great season, but he wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Right? It's like he was missing something. Right. And I don't want to hear the excuse that somebody's down. Look, man. Without Jordy Nelson, that offense is still better than whatever Carolina and Seattle was and New England were putting out there, right. you know, and right. uh, and they were still putting up numbers. So, um, but the Packers, I think that Chicago will be the second best in that division. Uh, I think really going to surprise some people. I like the moves they made. I've talked about them, went up them down. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna say this, I'm, unless you gentlemen chime in, I'm not trying to hold the whole show, right? But whatever. Uh, I think the Detroit Lions minus a star receiver. Have the best receiver set in the NFL. The whole NFL? Well, if you go Golden Tate, Anquan Bolden, and Marvin Jones from Cincinnati, that's a pretty solid three-man unit. Like I said, minus a superstar. I would take Julio Jones and whoever. It's still a question mark on Stratford, though, man. What's the question mark? Can Can he be a clutch quarterback? The games you need to get in. I He's a stats guy. He's, he he passes stats, man. Yeah. 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 I don't see him being the guy to get you there. I, I can't. Dustin, what do you think about Stafford? He's a fantasy guy. Kind of like a poor man's Peyton Manning, I guess you could say. You I know, agree he'll, with he'll that. Lose a, he'll lose the big games, but he'll put up some numbers. And I think he'll put up some numbers this year. Yeah, he will put up numbers. I've said this, man. I think that um, I call it the, the Sterling Sharp effect. I've said this. I think he becomes a better quarterback. I without Calvin that. Johnson. He played without Calvin Johnson last year. Yeah, Golden, Golden Tate, Tate really stepped up really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And I like the addition of Anquan Bolden. I think that's an underrated addition across well, he the league. No one really talks about it. Really good football player. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'll help out a lot. But Minnesota going down really helps a team like the Lions. Yeah. You yeah. know, helps them, you know, opens the door a little bit. But I still think the Bears are a little better. Yeah. But it's debatable, you know. That's probably – you know, if you're not looking at Green Bay, the other three teams might be the weakest division, division. in football. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, with Bridgewater being down. I mean, even with Bridgewater, it's probably still the weakest division. Um, See, I think Minnesota's a good team with Bridgewater. I think they're you know? solid. I don't. I yeah. think they're just outside of the playoffs, but they're a, a well-built team, especially defensively, right. underrated defense. You right. know? And uh, I like their weapons. I, I just I wasn't sold on Bridgewater to begin with, but I think he's a decent enough – like kind of like an Alex Smith type, kid. you know. Give him some time, grow pains, man. I think time. it's over with now, man. Especially 
two years yeah, being yeah, off, yeah. man. That's, that's going to be hurt. hard to come back and be at an NFL level. level. Two yeah. years from now, we're going into another NFL season. Right. You know, who knows if he's going to be able to play that soon. Right. Yeah, so, right. there's no guarantee in there. Absolutely yeah. right. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as far as the NFC North goes, Green Bay walks away with this division. Cakewalk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unless Aaron Rodgers gets down. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or Jordy Nelson, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first team to get the seven wins. Wins the division. Even going back before last year, though, any games that – Jordy Nelson's miss. Uh, Green Bay plays horribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big key. Is I mean, you think about a baseball team. The Cubs are phenomenal this year. Man, it's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> uh, it's not a baseball team that you have that home runner, home run hitter sitting in the middle of that lineup. The lineup completely changes when that slugger's out there, right? right. It changes your whole setup. Mm-hmm. You're based off him, uh, Jordy Nelson, in this sense, being able to stretch the field. And be the essential home run hitter. Yeah. Right. Uh, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. I agree. And you take a guy like Randall Cobb and you take him out of his element. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, he does. It doesn't. His the field's not wide open like it usually is. Right. You know, so I think that's underrated too. An underrated thing. I say underrated like ten times already. But um, Green Bay getting Jared Cook. I think he'll be a really good weapon for them. Yeah, I think yeah. no one really talks about that. But I really yeah. feel like he wasted so much of his career and, yeah. with Jeff Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. You're right about that, man. <laughs> what are you having at, Dustin? Jeff Fisher comment. <laughs> Anytime I can take a shot at him. Yeah, yeah hit him right in the gut. I'm going to. <laughs> oh. But uh, I think something that really affected the team, other than Jordy Nelson, they had some uh, line offensive line issues last year, man. Yeah, he was scrambling for his yeah, life. Yeah, man. He looked like he was and They couldn't just, keep a running back healthy, could it? They can't uh, leave running backs. Did Lacey yeah, play? Lacey, Lacey played Lacey horribly, down. I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Lacey yeah. was horrible last year. Get the running game going. I think it's too, fat, this man. Year. too many cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like, the Packer fans are thinking, we're not going to count last year. Nelson, injuries on the defense all over the place. Right. Which wasn't a very good defense anyway. Putting Clay Matthews at linebacker. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things. things. I like that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I you like you that. lose the edge. Well, here's how your, t- your defense is, is set up. Your defense is set up for Aaron Rodgers to give points, mm-hmm. get a lead, and the defense bring pressure, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Well, if your team's losing or in a close game, you can't necessarily do that. Right. Mm-hmm. You want you want to limit them to uh, one fashion on the offensive end, and that's throwing the ball. That's how you get pressure. If they can still run on your horrible defense, then they're going to run on your horrible defense. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong. I think the Packers are a good football team. I think their defense is decent. Defense, yeah, it's like, based off average offense, defense. though. Yeah. yeah, average at best. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it's a playmaker yeah. defense. Like it might exactly. get a turnover, get some defense. pressure. Yeah, uh, they are not contenders for the Super Bowl, in my opinion. No, no way. Funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> They're my. I, I'm picking them. I'm picking them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I can't see it. I can't see it either. Yeah, not, it's it. because of how bad last year was. But I think there's a lot of contributing factors, and they'll be back to uh, oh, two years ago, Green Bay, you know. All right. Well, mm-hmm. we'll shift it over before we get to doing all our picks and everything. The AFC East, okay? Now, New England has owned this division since we've been adults, okay? Right. Uh, 2008, Miami Dolphins won it with the Wildcat and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Matt Castle being the Patriot quarterback. But other than that, I mean, it's been the Patriots – Year in and year out, and I spoke before. This is the year for the Jets to strike. Right, they got Fitzpatrick in there. Uh, but having said that, uh, Dustin, who you got taking this division? I'm gonna go with the Jets. As much as I hate to say it, I think they get off early. 
with Brady being out those four games, you know, and then I brought up before Brady's always rusty at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and missing four games. He might not be ready till week seven, eight games into week the, eight, yeah. and it's yeah. and that's trouble for him. Not you know, not that you're wrong, but I'm gonna say this before I kick it to money over here because oh. money, you know, I talked about this this right. week. You were saying your concern was Tom Brady being rusty, and I'm gonna say this: they had the first four games, which I got them going two and two, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Got on two and two, and the Jets have a real tough schedule to start the season as well. The first six games is almost murderous row. Mm-hmm. Um, two and two, and then the Patriots have a bye week. So essentially, Tom Brady's two weeks to kind of get himself acclimated back into the system, which should not be a problem. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, and so what do you think, money on the AFC East? If the Patriots don't go two and two, and that backup quarterback drops it, I think the Jets take it. I think it's going to be too big of a hill. For a 38-year-old Tom Brady, or 39, whatever he is. CJ, how many wins win this division? Uh, 10, 10 11. I, I think that. it's a, probably the best division do, of football, do, do you, and I think they kind of all beat on each other. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, something I was looking at earlier, man, the Patriots got a tough-ass schedule, man, mm-hmm. all the way through, you know. I think uh, a tad bit tougher than Jets even, you right. know. But uh, – I think coming full circle, man. I've I, I picked the Jets earlier mm-hmm. on, but I think once Brady get able to get his hands on the football, he's gonna be pissed. And a pissed off Brady is something that the league don't want to see, man. He's gonna run <laughs> through do, shit, man. I do agree with that. Yeah. I so I think they uh, start off a little slow, but once they get in their groove, man, they're gonna be damn near unbeatable. You know. Yeah. I got the Patriots, eleven and five, winning the division. The Dolphins at nine and seven, the Bills at seven and nine. Rex Ryan's teams get progressively worse each season. Yeah, yeah you and, mentioned uh, that uh, every week, pretty damn near. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember yeah. once you said that, man. I kind of ste- stepped back and took a look, you know, thought about it, and it's completely true, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, completely yeah. true. Because their defense is solid, right? right? They play well, and they got his brother uh, helping out. Call, I don't right. know how that's going to work, but. Uh, you know, defense is solid. Um, you got LaShawn McCoy. They let Carlos Williams go. Kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, but whatever trouble he's having, must have been worth letting him go. Got McCoy. I like Tyrod Taylor. I, like Tyrod. I love Tyrod. Tyrod Taylor is good. He's, yeah. a, he's a good uh, combination with uh, Sammy, Watkins. Sammy Watkins on the outside because um, he's a home run hitter too. And right. Tyrod's got that good deep ball, athletic quarterback. But 7-9. See, I feel like the defense may be a tad bit overrated. And their offense is a little underrated. underrated. Yeah, still bringing it right about five hundred. I, I yeah. agree. Yeah. All right, we're but going. I think that division will be fun to watch all year, man. I Tough like Todd Bowles though. I like Todd. I like Todd Bowles as well because he's bringing. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I like Todd Bowles. As I'm gonna well. be. Uh, i interested to see the game against Arizona Jets versus Arizona this year. That'll be a big time uh, yeah. game. Yeah, you know, the Bulls going back. Be fun game to watch. All right. Well, we're gonna shift to the NFC. We're gonna talk about the NFC. East, all right. Uh, Crap shoot. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen with this unpredictable division in ball. Right. right. You talk about best, worst, whatever. This you just do not know. Uh, now I'm not going to say this. Going into before the Tony Romo injury, I had the Dallas Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. That was a Super Bowl team. Uh, Look, I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? Okay. Uh, and I think the Dallas shootings played a role in, in my way of thinking. You know, teams seem to get rewarded when things happen. You know, 9-11, Hurricane Katrina, whatever. I think so, you're trying to jinx them, man. <laughs> okay. This was a three-part, this was a three-part statement. Uh, 
But a solid football team. I thought this was a year for them to really take that next step. Uh, but without Romo, I, there's no way I could pick them to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, and you said what Romo? They're trying to get him back around six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. That, I just if you like, yeah, man. If you can't get him back before October, I think you don't even worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Like I said, if you have a winning record, why make the move? Unless right. Prescott's struggling. If your defense is the best and you're you're running the ball well and you're winning in spite of him, then you could think about it. But that's not going to yeah. be the case. I agree that Prescott has played well in the preseason, but I think he will have a tough time once regular season football gets oh, yeah. off. We're about to see what Jason yeah. Garrett's all about. Right. Uh, no more Romo bailing you out and no right. more Romo being the scapegoat. Right. Yeah. So we're about to see what you're talking about. I love uh, Prescott as a future prospect, though. I think I've yeah. That he's a got all the times. weapons you need. Yeah. yeah. Size. I like quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we, we've, we, we've been able to watch him as a college quarterback playing right, Mississippi right. State. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all fans of him. Dustin, fan of Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. Not but, anymore. He plays for the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. So. <laughs> I, mean, I hate on him now. Uh, my concern would be they're going to go to the more of a start using the option read type stuff, mm-hmm. which I just don't think is smart in the NFL. No. no, um, no. Not if you're having a down quarterback. Now, if Romo no. went down in week six, you bring him in. Uh, if it's easier for the acclimate onto the field, Running the zone reads and everything, right. you can kind of do that then. But he's your starting quarterback. Yep. I now, think you're gonna try to power run the ball, and yeah, throw off of that. All those running backs, you have to. You have to. Now you yeah. still got uh, one of the most talented receivers on the outside, and right. Brown. You got the most sure-handed veteran tight end, uh, and Jason Witten. Once yeah. he gets the ball, is going down, but he, <laughs> but, he, but he will catch the ball. Yeah. He will catch the ball, and that's a red zone weapon. Uh, you got. Alfred Morris, who's being slept on, they're like he's going to cut. Yeah. They're not going to cut him. They're going to cut him. They never would have signed him. And Demarcus uh, uh, McFadden, sorry, uh, Darren, uh, Darren, Darren McFadden. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you got a nice build up up the defense. Uh, having said that, I got Dallas going nine and seven. CJ, I'm coming to you first. Who do you have winning NFC East? NFC East, I got the Giants winning it. Uh, I think they win around eleven games or so. Yeah. Uh, just looking at the schedule, I don't think. Things are kind of favorable for the Giants, it mm-hmm. seemed. Like uh, playing uh, teams at home, you know, and such. So I think the Giants win it. I got uh, Redskins second, and then Dallas and Philly at the bottom. Gotcha. Division. Dustin, yeah. what you got? I got the Giants winning it. Mm-hmm. 10 and 6, 11 and 5, somewhere around there. I like what they did on defense, spent a bunch of money. Yeah. You know, I think they spent a lot of unnecessary money. Oliver Vernon. I agree with that. You know. Dustin, yeah. But. It's still they're trying to get better defense because that's what they attack their issues. Yes, they they don't have Tomlin to blame everything on mm-hmm. anymore. Money, what you got, man? NFC East. Damn all y'all! I'm picking my boys, the Eagles, to win it all. <laughs> <laughs> I hear I hear you hating on them, but really, I'm gonna go with the Giants. I'm gonna go with the Giants, man. Yeah, I got the Giants, Cowboys, and then I got the Eagles and Redskins around seven and nine, eight and eight. Yeah, right. I agree with that. Yeah, totally. I, yeah. I think the Eagles will be com- more competitive. Like some people pick them to go four and twelve. I don't see that at all. Yeah. Decent football team, a strong defense. Right. Uh, Bradford was five and two to end his season last year. Right. Um, Chip Kelly was a lot of the problem, and you know they, the football team quit on him in the middle of the year. Yeah. And um, yes, anytime do. that happens, it's time for a change. And the Eagles made that change, but you know, and I I like the Eagles. Not just as being a fan of them, maybe I'm a little biased, but I like them a lot more than people give them credit for. Yeah. But I think eight and eight would be a good season. Yeah. Uh, but I think anything better than that would be them overachieving. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, agreed. But five and eleven, six and ten, they're not a bad football team to no. do that. But I got the Giants. I got the Cowboys bringing up. Uh, Let me ask place. you an Eagles question: Do you think Bradford ends the season as a starter, not lose the job due to injury? Money. What do you think? I'll let you go first. Oh, yeah, you both are Eagles guys. Uh, I, I see them being a starter. 
Yeah, uh, Bradford. I, yeah, I yeah. see him being a star. Yeah, I see. All, Winston's not ready yet. I see if they are at a playoff contention, week fourteen, week thirteen, they're gonna throw in the rookie. I wouldn't be surprised if they played Daniels at some point. Only if, yeah. Yeah. Only if Bradford struggles. Only if Bradford struggles. My my biggest concerns with the Philadelphia Eagles offense. I Receiver. Spend, I don't want to spend too much time on them because they're not a playoff team. Uh, but whatever, it's my show. So I don't want to spend too much time on them. But my biggest concern with them is the offensive line. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, they had to make a lot You're of. You're missing moves. some people, right? Lane Johnson's uh, out. Yeah. 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 And. Um, and the receivers, yeah, the urge to Jordan Matthews is going to be huge. Emergency. This I, think gonna, I think this he's going to. I think he's going to do well. Year, man. I think he has a good year. Oh, this man. is his year, man. I agree the with you, man. Y'all, y'all are so. Funny. I like that guy, man. <laughs> y'all are so. Funny, I like man. that guy, man. Y'all are so funny. You know, I'll, was I'm, he a rookie last year or second year? Second, second year last year. year. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, it's funny. I'm part of. The, I might have mentioned this on the show before. I'm part of this Eagles fan group right on Facebook, mm-hmm. and they were talking about uh, when Matthews got hurt. The report line was. Eagle star receiver goes down. I was like, whoa, we got a star receiver? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 8-8 eight eight for the Eagles. I got the Giants winning the division. Uh, very unpredictable division. Right. Every mm-hmm. time these teams play each other, you just don't know what you're going to get, you know. Three-game difference between first place and last place. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be competitive till the end. Um, we're going to switch it over to the AFC South, which is the most up-and-coming division. In football, right? Right. Um, it went from it was probably it's probably been the weakest over the last for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is you know the reason Peyton Manning's so good. All right, so you know you look at the South with the Texans, the Colts, the Jaguars, supposed to be a up and coming fire team. Now I'll talk about I'm not and the Titans, okay, but whatever. And you know I'm not. I, this is my concern with Jacksonville Jaguars, and this is my concern with any time you bring in a defensive guy to run your football team. If you got a defensive guy running your football team. And you're still the 31st defense. There's a problem. That's a problem. There's a problem. That's a problem. Uh, now, Ray Bortles came into his own last year. 35 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. If I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head, uh, excellent receivers on the outside. You overpay for Chris Ivory, but you got depth in the backfield. You pay for him, got him, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you got some depth in the backfield. You got a decent offensive line. If this defense can come together, because I'm going to say this in two years, this will be the best division in football as far as being competitive. I don't think any of these teams will be. Uh, world beaters, right? But uh, most competitive division in football will be this division because I do think Tennessee will get better. I don't right. like their coaching situation. And I don't like Marcus Mariota. But uh, a lot he's of looked good preseason so yeah. far. Yeah. Oh, he has, man. You know, I've been wrong two or three times in my life, right? So this may be one of them. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm, I'm still not very high on them because I, I think that stability comes from the top. And when you're weak at the top, it comes down to your team. Just, just a lot of problems there because I think their situation getting Mike Malarkey, I think it was a matter of I don't like the way they handled Kim Hunt not giving him a full time to coach with Mariota, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you stuck with Mike Malarkey because nobody else wanted to come there, right? Yeah. Nobody right. wants to come coach if I'm going to get fired and I, I barely get a full season. Right. So, I, like I said, the stability at the top was, was a big problem. I like their GM, though. Keep on saying it. I'm going to keep on saying it. Like, this guy, I like the way he's running things. He's a, a, a Patriots guy <laughs> from that branch, and I really like the way he's doing things. What's his, his name? Talent? Who is I it? don't know his name. Okay. Man, I'm talking about well, head. Talent, though. But still, to my argument. He's impressive, though. That's where you start. Mm-hmm. You start at the top. You don't right. You don't go get your star quarterback and win. You don't go. You got to have uh, the front office, your head coach. And then get your players. Like right. if you have really one without all the others, it just it just doesn't work, man. And uh, history will defend my statements, right? Mm-hmm. But so far as the AFC South, uh, the Houston Texans won the division last year without a quarterback. Right. Uh, 
excellent receiver on the outside with Hopkins. Right. They got a uh, Treadwell in the draft, right? No, no, Treadwell's on Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, they drafted a full drafted like three or four receivers. Yeah, yeah. but the Notre first Dame. round they Baylor, took the dude Baylor. from Baylor, right? Right. Uh, now Corey Coleman is Baylor's receiver. He went to Cleveland. Uh, Notre Dame receiver Will, Will Fuller. Fuller. Yeah, 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 that was yeah, our first guy. Okay. I knew they had a first round. But they got course. like uh, Jalen Strong. They got a bunch of young guys. Yeah, right and now. I also like uh, the kid from Ohio State. Uh, Braxton Miller. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I like yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, so Houston won the division last year with one of the top two, three defenses in the league. Depending on how you feel about Denver and Carolina, uh, but strong defense, best player in the league is not a quarterback, JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you're really solid right there. Uh, like I said, then you got the Colts. Andrew Luck's coming back. Now the team was better when loss without Andrew Luck. I'm not gonna say they were a better team without him. That's just asinine statement to make. But they won more games without him. They had a better winning percentage. Uh, and that's just fact, right? Now, I don't feel like that happens again. I don't think, but I do think their coaching situation isn't stable with Pagano. I don't think they want him there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think that defense is good enough. It's going to be uh, to warrant to, for him to keep his job after this season. Uh, you got Andrew Luck. You got T.Y. Hilton on the outside. I want to say they signed somebody else on the outside. I can't remember. Now they let Andre Johnson go, oh, but they've man. got some young guys. Dante Moncrief is stepping up, uh-huh. and I really like Philip Dorsett. Dorsett, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's the young guy. I like Feed him, too. Moncrief. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that song? I don't know that one. I don't, I don't know. know. I'll have to pull it up. You should, man. So somebody, somebody at all. I'm like, who the hell's talking? Yeah. Oh, yeah, girls <laughs> over here. I'm not looking at me. Not me. <laughs> Some dude at Ole Miss made a song when Moncrief was there called Feed Moncrief. Nice. <laughs> Get that boy a sandwich. Man, I was I – was, I'm looking, who's talking? Yeah, yeah, me too. I was like, who's so, talking? Like, Dustin, are you singing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but but uh, this is up and coming. I'm going to come to you first, Money. Yes, sir. Uh, tell me who you got bringing up the front, rear, all that good stuff. I got Houston one, Cole second, and they're about to fall in play. You know Tennessee's going to be last. Is Jacksonville a 500 football team? Oh no, no. Okay, so no. their their coach is gone after this year, right? According to your statement, what you got, man? I'll go Houston. I mean, that defense, the receivers. You know, they got a stable quarterback now. Un- no injuries. You got to go Houston, ten and six. Now I'll go Jacksonville, nine and seven. Mm-hmm. Colts, eight and eight. Tennessee, three and thirteen. Four and twelve, you know. <laughs> well, CJ, I know what you feel about, but I want you to go ahead and say your piece on it. Yeah, I think the Colts win the division. Uh, they make the playoffs, of course. Lose first round of the playoffs, and uh, Picano gets fired. I think uh, Jacksonville's the second best team in the division. Houston's about a five hundred team, and Titans, you know, start to look better, but still got a ways to go. I think this division though gets three coaches fired. Uh, in the offseason. You see that? Three. I can see that. Yeah, I think O'Brien's the only one who yeah. keeps okay. his job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, I can I see that. Too. I can see that as well. I got Houston 11-5. and five, uh, cause I like Brock Osweiler, and everything, everything's based on him is based off potential. Uh, he could throw the ball downfield. If you can go 9-7 and seven with, you know, Hoyer and Brandon Whedon and Jabroni's dad, man, I'm thinking a guy that can stretch the field, a guy that's athletic in the uh, backfield from six foot eight, right, uh, can see over the line, make the throws. Houston wins this division eleven and five. Uh, Good get getting Lamar Miller too. Yeah. That's yeah. huge pickup. Yeah, that's better than Osweiler. It, it, in my opinion, it's like right? uh, it's like what Arian Foster was supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? The all around, all purpose guy. Because Lamar Miller, I mean, he's been wasted for the last okay. years. Right. So uh, he should be up and ready to roll. Um, Houston, the Colts, Jaguars, eight and eight, and I got the Titans bringing up at six and ten. Uh, but I think competitive division, tough. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. right? Uh, they'll put up a lot of points. Uh, Houston's the only one that plays defense. I think uh, Jacksonville's defense will be better. Well, it can't get just, worse. Uh, just the <laughs> amount of talent coming on the team. Right. And they've had a lot of their young high draft picks get injured. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, now, you know, I like, got some guys I like coming the kid, in. the safety dot. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Real name. high pick, man. The one yeah. that Dallas was going to get, him, according to Greg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Down Florida State. Yeah. yeah. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen yeah, Ramsey and Miles Jack. Miles yeah. Jack. They got both of them. First top five players, and they got them both. Dante Fowler was injured all year, high draft pick year before. Yeah. So but, but they've this, got several guys like that. But all know. this, you don't make the playoffs with Jacksonville this year, and you don't have – I mean, I'm talking about an incredible improvement on the defense. I ain't talking about just be a little bit better. Yeah. I'm talking about being in the top half of the league in defense. It's Bradley's gone. I think they'll be able to get heat on the a quarterback. Like I think they'll be a good pass rush team and make plays – Interception-wise and stuff like that. And their offense, I think, is going to be really high-powered. One of the best five offensive teams in the league. I like Blake Borders. Yeah. yeah. I like Blake Borders. Julius Thomas, they got tons of weapons, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Like Hearns and – Hearns and uh, Robinson. Yeah, you got Yeldon and Ivory in the backfield. Yeah, it's a good team. Yep. Anywho. All right. Well, we're going to bring it to the AFC North. North? The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we say – when I say get your biggest rivalry in football, Baltimore and Pittsburgh pretty much comes to the oh, forefront. Yeah. Right. You asked me that question on the show, I think, two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. 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 That was the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. yeah. And Those some hard games, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They are, man. man. And, you know, even though it's not the same teams as it's been. Right. You know, there's no Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Uh, but it's still, when they play, you could throw the records. Just like when I was talking about the NFC East. You could throw out the records, man. Because mm, yeah. this is what people don't understand. You know, people have made fun of, I can't believe, we'll say, Oh, man, I don't have a game specifically. This was a few years ago when the Eagles lost to the Giants, right? And I like, uh, the Giants weren't a playoff team. I was like, look, man, when division teams play each other, they know each other so well. Play t- two times a year. Yep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how good a football. We know what you're going to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, especially coaches like Tomlin mm-hmm. and Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. You're right. some, you know, good guys. You, you know what you're going to. And so when these teams play each other. You can throw that record book out. You can throw whatever the stats say. Uh, Roethlisberger could be, you know, throwing 350 yards a game. He may have to run the ball this game. You know what I mean? It's just, it just doesn't you, – you just don't – you got to throw what you normally do mm-hmm, and right. just play your game. But the NFC North – I mean, AFC North uh, with Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore, Cincinnati, um, it's, it's been the most com- competitive division mm-hmm. over the last handful of plus years. Mm-hmm. Uh between Baltimore, Pittsburgh, since of course not Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they they really have been relevant since we've been watching football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bony cars are <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but all the same, Dustin, uh, I'll come to you first. Who you got taking this division, man? You gotta go Pittsburgh. That offense, they need to improve on defense. I think their defense is. I hate to interrupt you, man, but I think their defense is kind of coming together. You know, I, mean, they, uh, I like Shazier. They got a couple guys that I'm yeah. a big fan of, and they played decent last spent year. Spent their first three picks on defense, mm-hmm. the draft, cornerback, cornerback, defensive tackle. Right, so it was like their them, weakness. You know, twenty four, thirteen to three. I got them at twelve and four as well. You know. did, did either one of you gentlemen not have Pittsburgh in this division? I, I definitely do. do. Yeah, I got Cincinnati winning the division. You got Cincinnati. I, I like Why? I like what they got, man. You got the star quarterback, star, star receiver. quarterback. <laughs> hey, hey, red BB gun. Hey, but still, he's he's better than most. He's better than most. And I don't I, think I he's like, better than most. He's better than most. Who? I ain't say elite quarterback. I think he's like the twentieth best quarterback in the league. I'd rather have Alex Smith. Oh, that hurt, man. Too. 
But you got Marvin Lewis. What? I hate Andy Dalton, man. I hate Andy Dalton. You hate the Red Rifle, man? I hate him, man. I see. They got the better defense. They can put up points. I got, I got them taking. They're a the well-rounded team now. They lost two thirds of their wide receiver unit with Marvin Jones and uh, Sin. They're gone. Still got the running back duo back there. Jeremy exactly. Hill didn't play as well last season. I'm saying this about Cincinnati over the last three years. They probably had the most complete team in the NFL. Right, minor back. Right, because no matter how sharp he looks, no matter how good and golden and the next Tom Brady, whatever you got going on, soon as Christmas hits. <laughs> Soon as Christmas hits, he's Brandon Wheaton, man. Why you gotta bring up old stuff, man? <laughs> well, I wouldn't bring it up if it didn't happen every year. Okay, I see him getting over the hump this year. Who's their backup? AJ McCarron. Yeah, AJ McCarron. I like him. Yeah, put that guy in. <laughs> Roll with him, man. Sounds like a good plan. Oh, last year, as a matter of fact, my first show I did. Uh, I, I talked about Andy Dalton because he was having that MVP type season. Every time about he's turned that corner, he's getting that step up. And he got hurt. Uh, huh? He got hurt, dude. He got hurt. Yeah. But when I made when I did the show, he wasn't hurt. All right. When I was talking about, I remember doing the very first show. I remember because it was an NBA show, and I talked about football by myself, which is you know cool. Like I I can listen to me. I can talk back to me. I you know I ain't got no problem, right? <laughs> uh, but I talked about Andy Dalton, and my same problem lies, man. When it matters most. If I can't put my money on you, then you're not a star quarterback. And that's what it comes down to. Probably like 10 star quarterbacks in the league. There's probably four elite quarterbacks in the league. Uh, so 10 star quarterbacks. Star quarterback to me is a franchise quarterback. That means I can give you keys to this house, and you're going to you know, bring it home. You know, And Andy Dalton is not faith. that guy. I got faith in the man, man. He's going to turn the corner this year. I can see it. I can see man, it. Hey, man, everybody's entitled to be wrong. A.J. Green makes, I, I'm gonna say this. makes him look good. We yeah, start man. seeing the downfall in Russellburg. Why is that? Why is that? So many injuries, man. I see the Tom uh, Tony Romo effect. Can't take a hit, but he takes the hit. He takes the hit and he goes down. Yeah, but they're different. Now you can't compare them because because Tony Romo doesn't take a lot of hits. No. He's just fragile. He yeah. holds the ball too long. He does. Both of them. Both do. of them do. Both of them yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, and, and most quarterbacks that take a lot of hits, Tennessee have to do that. You yeah. know, unless you just play for a bad team. But uh, Roethlisberger is. A, dur- more durable, bigger true. guy, heavier guy. All is true. And he does a good job of playing hurt. You know, he always plays All hurt. That's true, you know, man. So. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah, he's he's a, a different kind of player. I think his age starting to catch up with him, man. I mean, at some point it has to. Yeah. yeah. He commits a lot of injuries. We seeing it this year. He takes a lot of hits. That's why Tomlin and them have to get ball out of your hands. Get the ball out of your hands. Like you said, he likes to hold on to it to make the play. Look, man, every play don't got to be a touchdown. Right. Every play don't got to be 25 yards downfield. You got to leave for another day. You got the best receiving core in the NFL, possibly, right. you know, with Antonio Brown and Bryant. And, yeah. uh, it's not better than Detroit, though. <laughs> Just fucking with you. No. Nah. Well, it's Brown's a star receiver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what I meant by Detroit. Just they don't have a star, but that is a, is a solid unit they have. But back to Pittsburgh, probably the best because they're deep, man. They're so deep. Right. And, like, any time somebody's like, oh, I'm going to go play over here, they just got some other guy that runs a 4 one he yeah. just flies down the field. Sammy Coates, that's the guy this year. You'll hear about yeah, him. him from Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be the guy that steps up in Martavius Bryant's place because he's going to be out all year. So. so let me ask you gentlemen this. Uh, I joked about Cleveland not being relevant pretty much our entire time we've been watching football. I like Hugh Jackson. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like getting RG3. Right. right, you get Josh Gordon back. Right, uh, what's his face? Duke Calhoun in the backfield. Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. Sorry, yeah. uh, got, Duke Calhoun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who is uh, that? but you got Duke Johnson back there. 
solid football team. Terrell right. Pryor is, do is they, a yeah, pretty yeah, good receiver like, right yeah, now. Yeah, Josh yeah, Gordon yeah. will be coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> y'all, <every> time. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really impressed with Terrell Pryor as yeah. a wide receiver. He's really accepted into that role, and he's he's pretty good. He's Absolutely. tall, he's quick, yeah. and he's got good hands. Yeah. Right. I agree. Right. I like Terrell Pryor. Boyd, the the rookie, like him too. He's looking good so far. Mm-hmm. They got some uh, coming to go. So, does Cleveland finish last? Yes. Dustin? No. Ravens finish last. Ravens finish and last. I'm agree with Dustin. Ravens finish last. It's tough. I mean, yeah. they're right there together. Yeah. Right? Uh, I like John Harwell a lot. Uh, Flacco comes back. Yeah. I don't trust their defense, and that's what yeah. known yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Flacco, who's – I mean, you could, you could tell me all day long how great he was in his playoff runs. You know what I mean? He's average best until he gets to the playoffs. Right. And that's what we're talking about. It's funny. He's like the anti-everybody else. Everybody else gets worse playoff time. Yeah. He, yeah. He's he up, better. man. Yeah. He's, when he he's a rare yeah. breed, man. That's when he started to wake up. Yeah. He's, I'm not a fan, though. I'm not either, man. No, not me. I'm not either, man. But I got Pittsburgh at 12-4, and four, Cincinnati 10-6. Uh, Baltimore 8-8, eight eight, Cleveland 6-10. and 10. Um, You can flip Baltimore Cleveland. Yeah. I think they're right there together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's how I got to turn my shout out to my uh, shout out to my sponsor, Side Street Grill, thirty five South. Florida. You can come on down Monday through Friday, four to seven is happy hour. Um, Saturday nights no happy, hour, but it, it's banging, right? It, uh, it's a packed house. You have a good time. Uh, Tuesday night pasta special four four to nine. Wednesday is the steak special four to nine. Really good, steak, really good grill man that works on there. So I hear, yes. and um, mm. <laughs> but, so but, but really good food. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Next door to Sasha's, the Red Bar is connected. It's where you go over there. You can smoke your cigars, cigar smoke shop, and um, go over there. They got flat screen TVs, and and generally always a hot chick working the bar. Oh, our guy! And uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're yeah. You might get a gay guy, but gay guy. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put it down. You come on down, 35 South Florence. You you will have a good time. Your drinks will be good. Your food will be good. Uh, just don't come in acting like it's Red Lobster because you ain't getting nothing for free. <laughs> All right, uh, 35 South Florence, Side Street Grill. Uh, we're going to jump over to the NFC West, which was a powerhouse division up the last two seasons. Right. Uh, and really falling off with, you know, Harbaugh. When Harbaugh and Pete Carroll built this thing up, right? Right. Uh, Smash Mouth, they, they, they changed the game. And this is what I mean by changed the game. Uh, around when 2000 hit, and then in 2004 when it went to you couldn't really press the receivers. It went to a three wide receiver game, nickel defenses all the time. Right. Uh, and then Seattle, San Francisco, they turn it back to on the football and actually play real defense. defense. Yeah. Keep it a little scoring. I'm a fan of defense. I love defense. Love games. defense, man. I love it. Now, I don't love at offense, but I love good defense. Right. Because they're not the same. No, no. Uh, but, you know, so you feel like this last year, Arizona, I think was 13 and three, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Won the division. Seattle, two Super Bowl appearances up until last season. Right. Um, strong defense. They've lost a lot, but they still they have one of the deep quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the worst team I have in the league is Rams. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I got them at They're two. worse than the Browns. <laughs> yes. yes. Browns, yes. Rams. I have the Rams at 2 and 14. They'll be number one pick next year. Yeah. The second worst it. team I have, we'll talk about in the next division. Okay. Um, Rams just another quarterback next year. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I give it up. Eventually, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm right. going to bring up something funny, and then we'll bring it back to uh, the NFC West. Uh, next year, the 2017 NFL Draft will be in Philadelphia mm. for the first time since whenever, 1983. I don't know. 
But it's funny because the Eagles don't have a first-round pick. So uh, it's kind of like, why this year, right? I can hear the boos already, man. <laughs> oh, man. They booed the L coming out. They heard of the Philly crowd. Man. Damn, son. They, they booed just getting the draft there. Like, we don't want it this year. <laughs> I like your Philly accent. You should do that more. Oh, was that an accent? Oh. <laughs> Over here. All right, so NFC West. Uh, CJ, this is your home division. I'm going to go ahead and let you – Give me a rundown of what you got going on in this division this season. Man, I kind of want to say Seattle's going to take a step back just because they're changing their identity still. Mm-hmm. They're losing Marshawn Lynch. You know, they've kind of lost some keeps, especially along the offensive line. And their and their uh, schedule is relatively tough, man, like pretty pretty tough schedule. But I got a hunch Arizona is going to struggle based on Carson Palmer getting hurt again this year, you know. I you, I can't see him being healthy again, you know. So I got Seattle winning the division, Arizona around five hundred ish, and Niners and Rams struggling all year. Dustin, what you got? I gotta go Cardinals, twelve and four again. Yeah, you know I just that's pending Carson Palmer getting hurt, of course. Of yeah, course. I'm saying like I just got a hunch about it, yeah. but barring injury, I think Arizona's top two yeah. team in the NFL. Yeah, to me they're the most complete team. Right. In NFL, right. all mm-hmm. the way around, you know they're good right. just about every position. Um, Seattle, I'm in the boat with CJ. They kind of, I think they might take a step back. You put on Russell Wilson's shoulders, but he ain't. He don't really have any receivers to work with. You know, Doug Ball wasn't your best receiver. I like that Tyler Lockwood. Lockwood, though. I drafted him in my Did you? leagues. I'm mm-hmm. not sure which one, but he'll. He's exciting. Yeah, he is. But uh, and then I got Niners, Rams. Winning two games, maybe. <laughs> right. Money, yeah. what you got, man? I totally agree with these young men. I, I think, well, especially Dustin, I think Arizona runs away with the division. Okay. Um, yeah, I changed my mind. Arizona's going <laughs> <laughs> right. I also have Arizona wins division 12 and 4. I got Seattle 11 5, still making the playoffs. I'll go over my whole playoff rundown in a second. Um, but I got Seattle at 11 and 5. I got San Francisco 7 and 9, 8 and 8. Now, people are going to sleep on the Niners. They haven't been a really good football team. Chip Kelly's a hell of a coach, man. I agree uh, with his that. His problem in Philadelphia wasn't his coaching. It was him running the whole team. Yeah, that I've been saying that ever since we got him, to just keep your hands off the roster, yeah. man. I yeah, mean, and, and he will. His, yeah. He should have input. He's a coach. It's his yeah. system and this, that, and the other. But, I mean, if you watch the Eagles games uh, over the last three years, you know, they he turned back the, the run in the clock. He dialed back. He made changes, mm-hmm. and coaches are stubborn. That's what makes them – Great coaches is being stubborn. I'm not he's saying he's spoken a lot about that throughout the offseason. Really? Being able to adapt. Yeah. And, you know, I think to his second time around is going to be. I think he'll, he'll, better, he'll yeah. come out of San Francisco being a better coach than he was in Philly, and he was a good coach in Philadelphia. I agree. I believe, uh, though, that the up tempo stuff, you can take advantage of some teams at times. Right. You just got to. If you're ahead, can. you can't keep on doing it. You Here, can't you know? keep doing it. Yeah. Right. Here's the biggest problem uh, I have. Well, not the biggest problem. Here's a big problem that I do have, and the problem in the league is. Players faking injuries, okay? Yeah. Because every time the Eagles shit. would seem like they would get, get something, something going, also somebody just sitting on the field, and then they're back in the next play. Right. Uh, the NBA's came up with something for flopping. Yeah. I like to see the NFL come up with something yeah. for faking injuries. To, right. to for it's actually an extra timeout. Yes, it right. Is. Essentially, is what it is, and I don't like it. I don't like it just because it affected my team. I don't like it in general. I just Same don't. Hagen. Yeah. How about if right. you come in within a certain amount of plays, you lose a timeout? You have to make that decision as a coach. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. play this guy and give you my timeout or vice versa. You right. know? I like that. 
Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Some along the line, you got to do something. Right. There's got to be some kind of uh, compensation for faking injuries, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't want to give you, like, uh, I don't care about finding the player's money. I don't care about that. They don't care about that either. They don't care about that. Yeah, I like loss of down. Yeah, you lose a down. I like uh, that's a good one. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you know I was thinking if you get hurt, sit out a quarter. Right. You know what I mean, but I don't like that as much because people get banged up, man. Yeah, yeah sometimes you twist your ankles. Yeah, yeah. It's not fair. But maybe you have to sit out the whole possession. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just, something, yeah. something to where you came back in for five minutes. Something, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you got to find a way to not penalize the player who's actually hurt and can come back. Yeah. But, but, but penalize the guy who's faking. But yeah. if he's hurt, he shouldn't be backing a player too anyway. So it really wouldn't affect him. Yeah. Yeah. If he's really hurt. Uh like my boy uh appears in Philly, the tackle, he gets hurt every other play. <laughs> he's legitimately hurt. You know, you just see him you just see this gigantic big show looking dude laying on the ground. He's they're like best players on the ground. I'm like he and I'm not gonna lie, he killed our offensive drives as much as anybody else. But uh <laughs> but uh but I would like to see I, I would like to see that uh, touched on, right? Yeah. Uh, people faking injury. It's happening in college. So I was watching this game. I don't know. I know it's a little off topic, whatever. You know, my show, do what I want. So a little off topic watching this game. I don't remember who it was, uh, but Kurt Herstreet was calling the game. That's how I know it was college football. And um, who's an excellent commentator. And he calls it like he sees it, right? Uh, there was a player, faked the injury. It was a running gun, Texas A&M type of game, whatever. Texas Tech, somebody, I don't know. And it doesn't matter. Faked an injury. Didn't even limp off the field. Like, soon, like, they showed the foot. He's just, like, sitting there. Somebody said, go down. He just sat down on the field. And then he walked off, the, like, walked off the field, didn't limp. And Herb Street's kind of irate at the point because it, it's, it's bad for the game. Yeah. And, and yeah. he came back to right next play. He just lined up. He was a secondary player. Mm. And so I don't even think he made contact on the play. He just laid, sat down on the field. And But I would like to see. NFL and college fall together, eliminate the faking of injuries. You have to, you have to have some kind of penalization for this because, like, but to bring it back to the up tempo offense, that really hurt a lot. Um, so you have to be able to adjust and be able to, the way San Francisco's built, a strong defense. Even with twenty players retiring in the last two years, you got a strong defense still. You got a lot of young guys. Right. This is a, a key year for the GM Balk, who's been with us for a long time, drafted a lot of good players. But we have a team full of young guys. We always have a, a multitude of draft picks. This guy loves to trade for extra draft picks every year. But look, we have a bunch of guys who either have to do well or dude's going to lose his job. That's how I feel. Yeah. He's got maybe two years at most. But worst case scenario, he loses his job and they fucking let Kelly run the team again. Like, Do not want to see that happen. You no don't see it. Oh. But at the same time, he's a smart guy. And he's the type of guy that'll learn from his. Mm-hmm. So if you're ended up, because Eagles made the mistake of doing it after the first year, they're like, "Oh man, you were amazing. We were twelve and four. Now we're ten and six, and in the playoffs, here's the keys to everything." Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so while I don't see it happening, the more control he does get, I think he'll be uh, more responsible with it. Yeah. Instead of just, I don't like his attitude. Peace. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, he's an impressive guy, though. He is. If you listen to him talk for a while, he's very smart. He's and, very smart. Yeah. And, and I want to bring this back to my Eagles. I don't like to do it as much, but the only guy really I had a problem that he got rid of was McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody that was a else. Bad deal. Bad. It was a bad deal. Horrible. Worse. It was. It was. It was so is the is the issue the way he rubs people? 
It seems like that's a that's a thing. He like doesn't, he rubs doesn't like strong characters. Right. Yeah. He but, wants to be the voice, the but face. This is not college. Yeah. It's, these it's are grown men. Superstars. NFL, exactly. Yeah. But, but, I make more than you. Yeah. Right. And that's that's I'm true. The, I'm the face of the team. That's so. true. But and see, I worry about this. See, like uh, several college guys, like Harbaugh, even same thing. Like come in after a few years, you start. Like, people are getting tired of hearing that shit, man. Yeah. You know, like, that shit works in college when you get to reload every three years. Right. You know? but, but here's right. my thing. Now, I just came off Andy Reid 14 years, right? Yeah, right. The- uh, so, a lot of stability there. But here's the problem, man. If you have a problem with this attitude and the guy's winning, to me, you have a problem with winning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not good enough to you. So, I'll take two most important positions in football, head coach and quarterback. Right. Yeah. Um, you have both of them. To be successful in the NFL, right. they got to be on the same page. Got to be exactly. on the same page. Um, two exactly. leaders, man. But I think Chip Kelly learns from his mistakes in Philadelphia, and I think this goes on the up and up. Uh, I think this is an ideal situation. I talked about Kaepernick from a protesting standpoint, but from a quarterback standpoint, he's digressed each season. His stats say he's a good player, mm-hmm. but if you watch him play, he can't play from the pocket. Right. Uh, so Chip Kelly, I think, is in love. Uh, not in love, infatuated with the opportunity to bring with such a talent. Because the only guy that probably has more physical talents than Cal Kaepernick is Cam Newton. Right. 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 Uh, fast, strong, tall. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Second. Ugly. The only. Game, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he looks like Al Qaeda. I want to ask you guys something. Do you think he's trying to get cut? Do you think he's. I mean, I know he's taking a stand and, you know, I respect all that stuff, but do you think he's trying to. No. Be I'm cut? trying to get cut. Okay. It's I a think, real weird move for someone who's been under fire for his play, though. Yes. Yeah, he's put yeah. like, and I understand like him sitting down. I understand that that is a peaceful protest. The sock thing was a little weird. I didn't. I mean, I understand. And the the sock thing happened before the protest. Oh, it did it? Yeah. Okay. It okay. It's just now coming to light. Okay. okay. Mm. That, that 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 the sock thing is something that was. It's kind of goofy to me. It is. For yeah. someone to do that. The the sitting down thing, yeah. But it is weird. I mean, he's been under a lot of fire for how he's playing. And it's weird. He's you know putting up out there pretty hardcore. I see what you're saying, too. Like, the sock thing is like, you're trying to make a serious statement, but you're doing something kind of silly. You're wearing pig. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hat, on your socks. It is. Yeah. And here was my point. I said that I don't want to spend too much time talking about this. Um, but it, I said this in the opening that he's been labeled kind of immature. His, that, work, yeah. his work ethic has mm-hmm. been in question. Yes. So then to his take work a, ethic is great. Well, to, like he's first one to get there, last one to leave. That's what everybody's yeah. all said. So. Well, from what I understand, he doesn't even know the whole playbook. Yeah, I think that's a brain thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and that's what I meant by making himself better as a quarterback, not lifting and running fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? His work ethic on becoming a better quarterback. They stuck him with Kurt last year. You couldn't tell the difference, right? Right. No, the teams got worse. And Dude brought up a point. A lot of injuries, a couple changes. You changed the whole system on him, this, that, and the other. Right. I understand that. I respect it. But uh, when you're an immature player and you're labeled that way, and then you try to make a stand now – Here's the propaganda you can ask is his girlfriend works for a radio station or whatever, whatever Shintu, right. right? Did she put him up to this? Did she, hey, man, this, this, and this. Hey, you're right. Make a stand. Get your name out there. Get your brand. Now, could he be trying to get cut? Absolutely. But this type of way of getting yourself cut isn't only going to get you cut. It's going to get you out of the league. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Because nobody's going to touch you. But that's why I'm saying he didn't do it to get cut. He know it might get him kicked the league. Yeah, I don't so think he's I, smart enough to realize that. And that's, that's, gotta troubling. Be. that's troubling when it's your quarterback, your leader of the team, right. quotation marks. The course. brains. But, like, you don't want, you know, 
your guy that you want running your team, like making these kind of questionable decisions. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You want him focused on football. Right. right. Now, no, by no means am I trying to say that football is bigger than this uh, – problem that we have in this country right yeah i agree with the stand yeah. just don't agree with how you're doing it yeah absolutely yeah. not how you're going about it uh you're putting yourself above the team that you're trying to lead that's not what leaders do no you know what i mean no. uh you're, and and like i said in the opening like i said i don't want to spend too much time talking about this yeah i'm but, sorry man. no 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 it's cool uh i just was really curious i should have talked to you about it more <laughs> before we got on the show but, but i still don't think you do it to get cut though but i don't, I don't think, think so either and you gonna make 12 million dollars this year yeah 12 million yeah, I don't, you I don't make it, it. I mean, uh, I was driving to get my kids, and I just had that. Thought. Yeah, like, I, don't think so. I wonder if he's yeah. trying to get. We talked right about now. that the other day. Yeah, yeah, but you know, go where? Yeah, nobody's going to touch you. Yeah, nobody's going to touch you. Nobody's going to touch you. You're probably right, man. And uh, and you've you know, seen before, like the the owners will kind of get together and kind of have a, a thing, yeah. like all agree not to not take to this, this guy, guy. whoever, yeah. whichever yeah. guy it is, you know. So you've seen people get black. If it weren't for Andy Reid, Michael Vick never would have got back in the league. Exactly. You know what I mean? So if somebody's willing to take that chance. And uh, but Vic was an excellent quarterback. Is right. he still playing? Who Vic? Mm-hmm. He's yeah, not. He's not signed anywhere. Okay. He's not signed anywhere. He's not signed That's anywhere. Interesting. Uh, but they talked about they've talked about him in Minnesota. Hey, yeah, him in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. They've talked about it. Nice backfield. Look, man, we are all thinking about Michael Vick years ago. He is not even the guy he was five years ago in Philly. It's been five years since he had that one good season in that's Philadelphia. That's one of the greatest. Man, the five years 2011. Already. Yeah. Ooh, man. That's one of the greatest, man. like, quarterback performances. Just from one single season. Yeah. 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 Statistically-wise, like, yeah. it's hard to duplicate. It came no. out of nowhere. But right. it's been five years then. I mean, this dude's our age. He's take, he can't stand in the pocket because that's where he gets hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just – look, man, I, I like Michael Vick. He was always fun to watch. He can't play quarterback in the NFL anymore. So but, the NFC West, <laughs> thirty but, minutes later. But, <laughs> Sorry, I got that. Arizona, Seattle. I got San Francisco around five. Um, they're going to be a lot. They're going to surprise some people, and they're going to beat some teams that they're not supposed to, mm-hmm. like a Carolina, somebody like that. I think they'll six pull wins. off an upset. That's uh, what I had on six three, wins, six yeah. seven wins. Yeah, I, I give them six seven wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're on the same page, but I think they'll be closer to five hundred than they will be to five and eleven. How, what, what your, you think the Rams are the worst team? In football. Okay. Yeah. They were the one seven games last year. I was kind of surprised about yeah. that. Yeah. And you know what? If you think about this as far as the Rams go, we definitely won't spend too much time talking about them. Uh, bottom feeding team. But a team that was built to play on turf, that fast defense, uh, the running game and everything, that defense is going to suffer a little bit. I know you, CJ, on record plenty of times saying mm-hmm. best defensive line in the league, even losing the people that they've lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were built to play on turf. They were right. built to play in that dome. And now you're out there on the grass. Now you're out there where it's going to rain. Right. You know what I mean? It changes a little bit uh, when you're built one way. You'll play, the defense will still be strong. Jeff yeah. Fisher's an excellent defensive coach. Right. Uh, defense will still be strong. But with the rookie quarterback. Todd Gurley is, is a stud. Yeah, he, he's Gurley. a stud. He's, he's going to get his. But they're going 10 in the box. You know what I mean? Now they are, yeah. They're going to go yeah. 10 in the box. And that's what they did in the last season. Gurley, who I had on my fantasy team, was killing me. 45-yard game. 60-yard game on 20 touches. Because defense yeah. is like, throw if you want to, bro. <laughs> you know? They don't have any weapons, man. They don't. I like yeah. Bailey out there, who has a great oh, last name. Who's Bailey? Uh, Stan Bailey. Yeah. Okay, the guy yeah. that got shot in the head. Yeah, he played well last year. And uh, They drafted Pharaoh Cooper. I remember that. And I know they got uh, the big dude, Britt. He's kind of garbage. Tavon Austin yeah. hadn't been what he should have uh, been. He's just a punt returner, man. Right. But uh, give him time. Second, what, second year, third year? Look, man, how much time do you need? 
Especially if you're getting all those targets. You don't have a quarterback. Well, you, you don't know. have a quarterback, and you don't have a, uh, a, a good coach. So, <laughs> pow, pow, Jeff Mate, Fisher. Hard on. <laughs> hard on. It's like the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. <laughs> all right, so that's enough of the NFC West. Uh, we're going to switch over to the AFC West, our final division. Then we're going to get into our Super Bowl picks and things like that. You know, maybe who we think we MVP and all that good stuff. Uh-huh. So the FC West, uh, last season, the defending champion Denver Broncos won this division. Uh, behind just one of the most epic defensive performances we've seen possibly since the 2000 Ravens, the 03 Buccaneers type things, that type of iconic defense. Uh, they took care of Von Miller, was kind of surprising because John Elway seemed kind of dingy. Um, but uh, what's his name? Trevor Seaman? Yeah. Simon? What's his name? <laughs> Simon. Simeon. Simeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know who the hell he is. <laughs> right. um, he beat out Sanchez. Yeah. He like, I, think, I think he just beat himself out. You yeah. know what I mean? He's like, that's it. I'm going to make a remake of Save by the Bell. I'm done with this. With the AC Slayer looking ass. But anyway, so. Uh, but Sanchez will be out of there. And then you'll have this dude. And you'll have Paxton Lynch, the rookie out of Memphis State, uh, backing him up. Right. Uh, I don't like the running game. I love the receivers uh, and the tight end and all yeah, that. That might be the best receiving core. Yeah, but I think Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Sanders and Thomas. Yeah, yeah Thomas yeah. is a stud, though. Yeah, yeah Thomas yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he made Tebow look good when Tebow was a quarterback yeah, he was there. there. Yeah, <laughs> Tebow's open up. We pop open another thirty-minute conversation. <laughs> Tebow's a baseball. He said his football book is closed. He uh, looked kind of awkward. Field in the bo- like, yeah, like incredible hook out yeah, there. Yeah, like, who like Brock Lesnar <laughs> playing right field? Like, yeah, really? like, he looked that big. Man. He looked he looked, he looked jacked huge. up, man. He's 6'2", 250, man. He looked yeah. like a first baseman trying to play yeah. center field. Or yeah, you know? he was out there, but he was an excellent player. But, yeah, uh, I mean, hope it works out for him. Get the minor swing looked pretty good though. Yeah, he was smacking yeah. the shit out yeah. of the ball. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a guy with good work ethic, and you yeah. know, God loves him as much as anybody. So he'll get yeah. a chance to some bullshit minor league. City, he will just because he's gonna sell a lot of tickets. Yeah, know? that's a big so, name. Yeah. But you know, it's oh man, what was that? Oh, what was the stat? What it was thirty seven. I want to say thirty seven hundred minor league baseball players. Mm-hmm. Uh, under seven hundred of them actually get to touch the bigs every year. So you're looking at which sounds a lot, but you're looking at one fifth or less of the players mm-hmm. in minor league baseball touch. And I'm not talking about because you know when September hits. The rosters expand, so you right. have extra guys come up, save your injuries, cup and all of that coffee stuff. kind of thing. Uh, but other than that, like guys don't get their chances, man. It's so rare. So he's gonna have to work his ass off to get where he's going. The Denver Broncos sit there; um, they're a weird teams. They got what I think is the best defense, mm-hmm. right? Along with Houston and Carolina. Uh, like I said, we like their star receivers out there. Like Emmanuel Sanders is a stud. Uh, Demarius Thomas, if he can just get his hands together, you know, he had hands of stone last season, mm-hmm. and. Um, but I like their stuff. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but not enough to take this division. So, money, I'm gonna come to you first. Uh, first to the last, what you got in the uh, AFC West? Mm, man, I want to say Denver, man, bad. But I'm gonna say it. I see Denver taking the division, mm. whole division. Dustin, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like my thing. Huh? That was say, literally a cold show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Oakland. I like what they okay. did on defense. I uh-huh. like. Derek Carlott. I heard a stat about him the other day. He's thrown second most touchdown passes in his first two years in the league, other than Dan Marino. Not to cut you off. Uh, you only heard it because of Marino's stat. Yeah. But uh, not to cut you off. Did y'all see the behind-the-back pass he threw? Oh, yeah. Like 25, 30 yards on field? I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it. Yeah. it and dude caught it one hand. That was phenomenal. But yeah. it, I'm not going to pick the division because of it. But yeah, go ahead and say what you're um, saying. 
I like what they did on defense, serving Sean Smith. You know, Sean Smith is someone I'm still mad about. Yeah, you should man, be. You know. Second, I like the Chiefs. You know, both of them be playoff teams. Nip and tuck for the division. Broncos around 500 out of the playoffs. And then Chargers are Chargers. <laughs> Bottom feeders. Yeah. Four and 12. Yeah. Even with Bosa? <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, don't don't pick on Gill's team, man. We're gonna have our cut off right like now. right now. All of a sudden, dead air. Bosa gonna save the team, man. Yeah, man. Hey man, I, I, I love the powder blue uniform, CJ. Uh, yeah, on record, man, I think the Raiders uh, win the division. I've said that all off season, but uh, Raiders, Chiefs, like Dustin said, playoff teams. Other two, not. All right. I got the Chiefs at eleven and five, Raiders at ten and six, Broncos eight and eight, and I got the Chargers bringing up the rear four and twelve. I think we finally see the end of this Philip Rivers nonsense. Uh, Mr. Deacon, <laughs> it's been it's been a mess since you let Ladane Tom go. Yes, it has. Uh, so we all stand there in my AFC playoff picture. I got uh, I'm going in order one to six yeah. from the playoff rankings. Pittsburgh, Houston, get the buzz. New England, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Oakland. All right, uh, so we'd have an Oakland Patriots matchup in the first round and Cincinnati at Kansas City in the first round. In the NFC, I have Carolina Green Bay getting the first round by. Still got Green Bay not winning a playoff game. Uh, and then three through six, Arizona, Giants, Seattle, Atlanta. So it would give us Seattle at the Giants, uh, Atlanta at Arizona. I have Seattle and Arizona in my NFC championship game, Houston and Pittsburgh. My Super Bowl, which was originally I had Dallas up till last week. Houston Texans, the Arizona Cardinals, and Arizona Cardinals will be the Super Bowl champions. So y'all feel free to give me your final four. Dustin, I'll come to you first. Um, AFC, I'm going to go Oakland and Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really high on Oakland. Pittsburgh's going to be too much, though. So Pittsburgh yeah. would be my Super Bowl pick. Because you think Pittsburgh will have the home field advantage? Yes. Okay. Um, Cardinals, and I'll go Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know. Cardinals get them this year. I also had the Cardinals beating the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Sure. You know, about staying the most complete team in football. And it makes sense. Mr. You Money, know. what you got? Uh, I'm agree with Dustin Work. Uh, Carolina and Cardinals. Uh, AFC, I'm going to go. Mm. I don't even really care about the AFC, but Carolina get it all. <laughs> <laughs> I said they get it this year. CJ? Uh, my final four is going to be uh, Green Bay what? versus Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I got Green Bay going to the Super Bowl versus the winner of Pittsburgh versus uh, New England. And I got Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh wins the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Nice. Seventh Super Bowl. Nice. Uh, Look, man, this is what I think, man. You know, it goes down every season. There's a team that gets hot. There's a team that gets hot and go in there. Now, I had all my uh, – I got. I guess Seattle would be my hot team to make it because they're the only team that didn't have a bye in my final four. But uh, – Team gets hot, they get in. There's always a team that's strong and a team that's hot. Last yeah. year, uh, not so much. Denver had a bye. Carolina had the best record. Can you? Uh, what team can you see coming out of nowhere? Like kind of a sleeper team. Like you didn't necessarily pick them as a playoff team, but, you know, think cards well, fall the right way. Like. Well, I had thought about that, and I'm, I'm thinking the second team out of the NFC East because I'm thinking those teams will get hot at the end of the year mm-hmm. playing for the playoffs. Uh, and then it may shock y'all, man. Atlanta. Yeah, I kind of was teeter teetering Atlanta. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Matt Ryan. But Atlanta. I like the young coach at from Seattle. Yeah, but. Uh, Dan Quinn. Look, you're talking, we're talking Quinn, about surprises. Yeah, I'll see you, man. Hold on. And, and, and a lot of good run game. Right. And my bias pick. 
Kansas City Chiefs. I think are very dangerous football team. Yes. Defense, coaching, good yeah. game engine quarterback, yeah. and a strong running game. Uh, and Jeremy Macklin, who played really well last year. Kansas is a threat. Right. Kansas City is a contender, yep. but I would put them behind the Patriots, Steelers, and the Texans uh, as far as best teams in the AFC, in my opinion. Um, well, gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, Money, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, I'm good. Dustin? Appreciate you having me on. CJ? Andrew Luck wins MVP. No, he don't win MVP. Shut his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know, it, it's his fault. It's never his fault when they lose. It's always him when they win. It makes no damn sense. But uh, I don't see – MVP will probably be Aaron Rodgers or Ben Roethlisberger. And, Cam uh, Newton again. Because they're Cam. They won't give it to him two years in a row. They won't give Black Man hey. MVP two years in a row. <laughs> I'm, I'm gone. Not with all this oppression. Not with all this oppression. MVP? Right. Colin, Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick sealed it for him. <laughs> Kaepernick seals it for him. Sean Hill. All right. We're going to end this. Uh, thank you so much for listening and chiming in. You can find us uh, – OAM Network, um, Power to the Podcast, uh, Cyber Grill 35 South Florence. Go pay attention so they'll keep on being my sponsor. Uh, it's so good to me. I am out. Peace. This podcast is a production of OM Audio and the OM Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com. is an independently run podcast and video production company in Midtown Memphis, Tennessee. Broadcasting all original content weekly from theoamnetwork.com. The OM Network, in pod trust. <laughs>